Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's the Luke and Pete Show. We're back recording a lot of shows in a row because of ramble, rambling uh, and Clash of the Titling and... Uh, other shows, <laughs> and, uh, we, we're, we're finding it hard to find studio space at the moment, aren't we, Luke? It's so busy in the Christmas roll-up. Oh, aren't we just so great? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? You're saying how great we are? It's unlike I you. I think so. Yeah, it's unlike me. It's we're really unlike you. Great. I'm confused now. Have yeah, you had a, good, know, you had a right? little, um, you had a little cup of coffee? Have you? I've had three cups of coffee today. I'm a little bit tired actually. After uh, I went to a, uh, I went to an indie night in Norwich uh, over the weekend. I'm still recovering from that, to be quite frank. Oh mate! Um, I, well, I went out Wednesday night. I still felt a little bit rough on Friday night. <laughs> Terrible, getting old, isn't it? It's no good. So you went to an indie night on Saturday night in Norwich. Yeah, and weirdly, well, you yeah. told me about it and thought I wouldn't take the piss out of you. What's, what's wrong with that? It's just a couple of someone playing McCallum and Butler at, at one point. I put, yeah, but you could play all those songs at home. Like I don't understand why you go oh, so far God. to go to. How old do you sound? I, I know. Oh, that. How old do I, I understand sound? Understand that. I understand that, but like it's, you, you live in you live in like East Essex, right? Right. And you yeah. travelled all the way to Norwich to go to an indie night. Yeah, correct. It's like a two and a half hour drive, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It was two hours ten, but I had a nice time. Uh, my partner got about as drunk as I've ever seen her, which was. It's like. If you go out for a little while, you don't sort of realise what kind of uh, messy drunk they are when they're messy drunk, and I've not really seen. Did you it have before. to drive home? Not on the not on that night. No. <laughs> no okay. Right. So you over. just stayed overnight as well. I w- look, I would not be not drinking. At a the bloody... commitment to the indie night is so real. <laughs> it's so real. I didn't realise how real it was. I thought it only extended to insisting on going to indie bars in any city around the world you go to. But you'd actually Luke. drive two hours plus to see yeah. some guy with longer hair who's got a bit of bo uh, play fucking CDs. Correct. Luke is, uh, you, you, you would not believe how my night started. I, my partner, the partner I've access to, uh, had uh, food, had dinner in a vodka revolution. Did you know they do food? I didn't even know that was possible. You, you're a fucking boss level. <laughs> this is fucking proper, like, galaxy brain stuff. What did you have? I had uh, chicken wings and burgers and nachos and all in vodka revolution. They've got a little kitchen in there. I could. I had no idea. Norwich? 
I th- yeah, I thought they just served up good times. <laughs> good. But turns out they served... you can't have good times on an empty stomach, mate. That's what they've pointed out. That's what they've worked out. Listen, joking aside, I know that I'm. You know, if you if it's what you want to be doing, you should be fucking doing it. Of course, hundred percent. I'm right. It's just I wonder if there's an as an indie night you can have access to that's a bit closer to home. There is, yeah. There's one in really the pink toothbrush. Have you heard of that one before? Yeah, I've, I know bit, the pink toothbrush. I've been there a couple of times. Yeah, bit of a legendary night. Um, I went. I don't even know uh, it's still going, to be honest. Still going, yeah, yeah. They've, they've, they've survived. I mean, there's not much to do in really apart from go to the home base or the uh, Wicks yeah. or the Sainsbury's or the McDonald's. So my friend Tommy's from Epping, <laughs> which isn't isn't that far. I mean, relatively speaking, to where I live, isn't that far away from there. Um, right. Okay. So I know it. I, so you were going to the Norwich one for a particular reason. What was your highlight? What was the what was the best banging song, banging anthem they played? Oh, I think uh, McCormick and Butler. Yes, you rarely see that on a big, hear that on a, in a big room, in a big speaker, in a, in a big TV studio, uh, where they've done the wrestling before. <laughs> it's uh, fun. And, and did they play a lot of pulp? They, they didn't play as much pulp. As, uh, they played. We got one spin of babies, but to their credit, even though the night was called Common People, I don't even think I heard Common People, which is good. And what time did it finish up? One o'clock. <laughs> nice yeah. and early. Nice and early for the olds. <laughs> uh, was apparently, apparently, um, Robbie Knox was there, was he? Robbie, yeah, I turned up and, and, and Robbie Knox had brought the mayor along, Jack Mate. Uh, he'd, yeah. uh, uh, he'd, Did you speak to very, Robbie? He's, he's Mr. Norwich. I spoke to Robbie. I don't get to speak to him very often, see? He's a good lad. I bought him a, dr- I bought him a round of drinks. Of course uh, you did. And, uh, and, uh, but though I did buy, I bought a round of drinks... And then he he went he went off with his drinks, but he didn't. But I'd ordered two apple sours, one for me and one for Robbie. But he'd only cleared off. But the t- so I had what to sit are you the bar doing? joylessly. What, what are you doing? Stop! Joy- Stop! <laughs> Stop the story! What are you doing? <laughs> I, I, like I don't feel apple comfortable. Sours. I don't feel comfortable, even though I'm hundreds of miles away at a weekend, knowing that you have driven two and a half hours to go to an indie night in Norwich, and you are banging apple sours at the bar. I don't feel comfortable talking to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm banging out the, uh, banging out the apple sours. Yeah, they're they're, they're delicious. They're, they're, you kind of forget how delicious those fuckers are. To be quite frank, you, I've not forgotten that. And your guts would have been <laughs> ribbons the next day. Absolute ribbons <laughs> at your age. Yeah, I was all right. I was all right. I'm Listen, not, I think people, I think people who are tuning into this show will think, do you know what? Luke is an old curmudgeon and doesn't know what he's talking about. And Donaldson knows where the party's at. That's what they'll be yeah. thinking. That's what they'd be, be thinking, right, wouldn't yeah. they? They'd be right. They would be right. A man with a feathered uh, haircut kept coming over. A uh, man who still sort find of takes him. a stylistic cues from uh, from Paul Weller. Uh, he came over, kept kept giving us um, Jaeger bombs. So I was slamming them back as well. So uh, yeah, good night was had by all. But look, I recommend it. I don't think I don't think I, I presume Jack, being under thirty, enjoyed it quite as much as I did. But I'm sure he's probably get- confused. Just probably a bit yeah. confused. Where did all these old people come I, from? I think the feathered Paul Weller haircut <laughs> is the is, is the the single worst haircut of any fashion era of all time, and I include the mullet in that. <laughs> the the way that uh, apparently there's someone in Leon C. Uh, there's a, there's a barber's where a woman like once a week will take a residency. In a barber shop, and all the mods from all around oh, come. She specialises in that. And haircut. she specialises in that wow. fucking haircut. It's incredible. I didn't know that was a. Th- that's a really interesting little subculture. I had no idea about that. They're on the so, Lambretta so, forums. So I heard their fucking yeah. haircut tips. <laughs> yeah. So I heard that. Um, so I heard, and I actually heard this on. I think it might be on the BBC. Mm. I heard that a lot of um, 
black people find it difficult to find in certain parts of the country find places that will do their hair well and it's like yes. a really it's like a real kind of like almost like a racist microaggression really a hallmark of the society that we live in where you know certain types of ethnic minorities or whatever you want to say aren't catered for in terms of having their hair looked after they have to mm. travel some people have to travel miles to have someone who actually knows how to cut their hair because the yeah. hair is slightly different I had no idea that these outlaw mod hairdressers were traveling the country, yeah, put into like, different towns, like only cutting minstrels. the mods. That's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I just. But what do you even ask like for that? What, do, what do you, if you want that haircut? What do you actually ask for? What I don't do you, think words are exchanged. <laughs> I think you go in. You book your appointment, you go in, yeah. you nod, you sit down, you <laughs> thumb through your copy of, you know, the latest Paul Smith winter collection. Um, <laughs> someone sticks the style council on the old Juki and um, you talk about how it used to be great in the old days. Yeah. And then you know that you're, you don't say anything else because you know you're going to see them at the mod night later that night in mumbo jumbos. <laughs> what do you think about if people, if people who are mods and they're listening to this show, will they hate mm. us for saying that? I don't know. I, I think I think if you are into the mod scene, you've got to be quite secure in your own in your own world. I suppose it's kind of thick skin. You know, it, everyone seems like they're having a lovely time. I suppose they have their own mod <laughs> and podcast modcasts. Modcasts, of course they do. They must do. Surely, surely. I'd surely. love to do a podcast series about the um, the outlaw mod hairdresser traveling from <laughs> salon around. to salon. Yeah. Dealing with dry skin, <laughs> old man's dry skin on their heads. Thinning scalps. Thinning scalps. What, thinning um, scalps. Yeah. How do you, how do you emotionally deliver the news that your hair's too thin for this now, sir? I reckon you the occasional mod hairdresser just has the old breakdown. I just can't. I just can't. I can't cover it up anymore. I can't. I can't, do, I can't yeah. give you what you want. It's just not enough to work with anymore. <laughs> I can't <laughs> deliver the bad news. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's. Maybe and, they and, just and Paul Weller, um, Paul Weller's hair's never looked worse. I confidently say that with every passing day. <laughs> because he's it a never man gets who, better. If, if you're into uh, Paul Weller, um, he's a pretty good person to get into because he never stops releasing music. Like he constantly. Yep. Like if you're into the Manics and you manage to get through the last three albums, um, I don't even you, like you they, call they, them the Manics. You're not on Absolute again. Radio now, mate. I like the Manics up until the, yeah, but you call them the, the Manics. Album. People the are going to judge Everyone you as the kind of person who drives, drives two hours to go to a mod night, using terms like Mannix. If, I've got, if, if I'm in the Mannix, I'm wearing a feather boa, I've got a big leopard print <laughs> Pat Butcher jacket, and I've got yeah. eyeliner on. So it's just a different look, yeah. isn't it? It is. I think, you could, I think that look would suit you really well. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think I maybe think there's so a little too. bit of bitterness from my side, because I, because the type of hair I've got, which is curly and thick, I could probably yeah. never get the mod. Cut, no, I mean there's very few kind of movements you could have got into. Maybe like uh, who did one arm scissor? You probably could have been a member of that band. The big oh four. yeah, that, my, at, at driving one of my favourite bands. And also he's put the beef on now. That guy. Has so he? Ever beef since he gave, every, yeah, ever since he gave up the um, gave up the, the, the hard stuff. Yeah, right. he's um, he's he's got into his eating by the look of it. Good on him. I'm, I'm on in the same camp as him. Healthy, uh, healthy boy. I remember. So I know someone who used to look after at the driving. Um, mm back in the day back around the turn of the century and he said they were an impossibly difficult band to look after because there was five of them plus the associated hangers on and basically mm. equal amount of numbers of them were into cocaine heroin boozing and uh, pills 
So no one wants to do the same thing at the same time at any point. Yeah. It was impossible to get them to do anything together. I mean, group. I mean, group the pill people and the cork people together because they're going to stay up late. Yeah. Heroin and weed and booze. To be honest, they'll probably go home quite soon, quite early. So yeah. get them. So there'll be two camps more than anything else. Well, the there? great thing about the, the heroin ones is they always feel at home, don't they? <laughs> they just they just sit anywhere. It's fine. They're happy. They're happy. Yeah. Anywhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um. So I definitely I could definitely get into. So I think what what has happened. I remember hearing a story. I can't remember who told me. It might have been the same guy, saying that um there was so little to do in El Paso, Texas, where the 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 where the driver are from. Mm-hmm. The two main guys, Omar and Cedric, used to go to straight edge nights, right. <laughs> In, at house parties and stuff like that and in the middle of the living room would just make a big show of smoking a crack pipe just to get into <laughs> fights so that people would kick off and stuff it's, it's a, a baffling existence but anyway as what tends to happen we've seen it happen with Pete Doherty haven't we right. he's given it oh, all yeah. up now he's putting the food away like nobody's business fair enough he's a, he's a breakfast boy now he is a big breakfast boy now we all are I'm not judging him don't mistake if you're a new mm. listener to the show don't mistake me for judging him I'm a big fan of the food myself I get it um, I'm just saying it's quite interesting how either people are replacing that drug use with food use or they just, you know what, they're, they're eating more because they're healthier and they're putting a bit of weight on good on them because a lot of them can be very slim, can't they, Peter? Indeed, indeed. And speaking of uh, God's bounty, Luke, did you read that uh, Joel... Remember, you know that uh, pastor that's always criticised? When, whenever anything terrible happens in places like Texas uh, where people are displaced because of uh, uh, flooding or, uh, like, snow flurries and stuff, like, you know, surprise bad weather yeah. and, all, and tornadoes yeah. and stuff. Oh, you're um, talking about Ted Cruz? Yeah, well, yeah, that, that, those kind of people. Joel Osteen, the pastor, he's got that big oh, super sorry. church, the Lakewood Church in Houston, in Texas. Massive right. fucking building. Um, did you see that, like, in many ways, a lot of us hope for a prosperous new year. Uh, Joel Osteen, yeah. he will never need to because he just constantly... Uh, he's just constantly getting lucky everywhere he he looks. You know, God's very much um, shining a lot of favour on on him at the moment. Even though he he never lets anybody into a super church when uh, when, when people are uh, are out of their house houses. Um, in twenty fourteen, yeah. back in twenty fourteen, robbers apparently stole more than six hundred thousand dollars from a safe at Lakewood Church in Houston. In Texas, terrible news, terrible stuff. This, um, but yeah. last week, a plumber called Justin, which is a great name for a plumber. I'm just in your pipes. I'm just, I'm adjusting your pipes. <laughs> I'm just in Justin your cavity pipe. wall. Like all sorts. Yeah. Um, he was working on a on a toilet in in the mega church, the mega super church, uh, and he had to remove uh, all the tiles and the insulation. And once he removed the insulation, he discovered three thousand envelopes full of money and checks. Fucking <laughs> hell! How'd that get in there then? That's, un- that there, then? that's unbelievable. Look, we can we can that only suggest we can only legally suggest that the robbers. Took that money and hid it in a wall for later for to take out later, like an ATM. That's incredible. And and um and when you start talking about that, I thought you were going to talk about Ted Cruz, who obviously Donald Trump famous used to call lying Ted. And then there was a natural mm. disaster in Texas, the state that he yep. you know is you know at least partly responsible for, and he just fucked off on holiday. So everyone started calling him flying Ted. And I thought that's what yes. you were going to say because no. when the shit goes down, Ted just fucks off. Um, Mexico, but Cancun. there's there's all th- those. Those mega churches and those prosperity gospel types, it is really 
I mean, it's just, it's just scandalous just how much they'll get away with, how much they'll exploit. They are they are basically people who claim to be men of the Lord and are worse than, and it is always men, they are worse than uh, even, even like godless heathens like ourselves pete we all know that you pray to the god of the um the god of the self-built pc don't you and it's a yeah, great look, place to, to start your religion look we've got a couple of patrons set up but at least we give them audio it's <laughs> to give them audio in return that's all i'm saying we we say what we're going to do and we don't say, say to them if you do. don't become a patreon um, yeah and you're going to hell yeah, Even if Marcus we do sometimes that. think it. <laughs> <laughs> Spells, he does say that, to be fair. And he's got an eye on the inside, to be quite frank. He knows what he's talking about. Oh, he's, yeah, the, yeah, he's yeah. the man he would know. Um, speaking of self-built <laughs> PCs, um, yeah. I wanted to um, ask you a question because uh, listeners to the show will have known that fairly recently you got in trouble in the uh, local neighbourhood something to do with a child's, a child's magic wand. Um, what? Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if this is the first look of Pete Shaw uh, you're hearing, it's not that. It's. It's. I'm fine. I'm fine. Well, it might. We don't know yet. Yet to be discovered. Yet to be discovered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've also heard on the grapevine that you are mm. doing a slightly. I mean, you could explain it yourself, so I won't be pejorative at this point. Mm-hmm. But you are apparently putting together, very doing a very neighbourly thing, perhaps putting together a computer for your neighbour's child. It's no perhaps about it, mate. I built, I've built that boy a gaming PC. Uh, yeah, but you don't have, you're not CRB checked, is my point. I mean, what even is that these days? Surely you're just, you're just assumed to be not a threat to the community. No, they until, changed it now. They changed it. Oh, they changed it, it now. It's an everyone is a threat unless you right, prove that okay, you're not. Okay, right, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I think I am CRB checked. Didn't we have to, uh, didn't I have to do that for a school thing? I think I had to submit some details because I was helping out in a school. So, yes, I think I am CRB checked, actually. Thank you very much. Okay, in which case, carry on. Carry, carry on. on. Yeah, well, no, how did this uh, come next- about? Next door's next door's little and well he's, he's not a little he's taller than me. Uh, he's uh, uh, I think fifteen year old boy, fourteen year old boy. He he saved up a load of money to build a PC. And Luke, let me tell you, there's never it's never been a worse time to build a fucking PC <laughs> financially. Why? It's it, because all of the graphics cards are being used to mine Bitcoin. So you can't. And oh, there's really? also a chip. Sh- there's also a chip shortage coming out of China and uh, and uh, and Korea and places like that. Like it, it's so you can't get the chips to put in the fucking things. And B, when you do make them, the miners take them to mine bloody Bitcoin. Ugh. So. There's no value in the market in January, to be quite frank, uh, Luke. And uh, we managed to sort of grab a, a decent uh, level of PC. Um, yeah, we managed to grab a, a decent level of PC uh, w- with the bits that we could uh, put together. But I, it was a little bit because I did it in their in their um, front room, sort of putting together this PC. It felt a bit like Bake Off. It felt a little bit like yeah. doing putting together a PC with a bit of an audience, and I'm and I'm not a big game player, Luke. I'm you know I'll I'll sometimes come up with the goods, but very I don't like to do it in front of an audience. So it was kind of a little bit like doing Bake Off, doing like uh, Robot Wars. Did you have Wars. to bluff any bits? <laughs> Say again. Did you have to bluff any bits? Uh, not really, but I did at one point. Uh, I thought the hard drive had, had broken, and I was like, oh, the hard drives broken i'll i'll go down to pc world and or, or wherever and, and the high street pc shop and buy a, a new hard drive to see if this that, that would but it hadn't i just hadn't plugged it in i just hadn't plugged it in and and, and, and i am <laughs> how did I you spell that and, out uh i was so embarrassed i just uh put two hard drives in there and said everything's fine <laughs> it's fine you gave him another one fine. so he got a free hard drive out of me 
to Happy Christmas. Uh, You're so Oscar. on brand. You're so on brand. So basically, <laughs> rather than just own the fact that you made a slight mistake, you were so embarrassed you gave him about 300 quid worth of hardware. I gave him about ninety, well, hundred quid's worth of hardware. So yeah, no, okay. it, 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 yeah. So it's it, 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 so that's just a Christmas box. <laughs> I was just like so what? annoyed with myself. I was like, no, you fucking idiot! I just what, had what to game, the fuck What games is he into? What games I are you into? I don't know. He's into kids stuff in it, just um, Apex and the fighting, shooting ones and stuff. I mean, kids ones as in, you know, the violent ones <laughs> rather than Roblox or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, a very yeah, nice yeah. thing for you to do, though. You're, become, you're developing a bit of a reputation around the local community, surely. Well, I, I, I let everyone down because I was at the Aircast Christmas party when everyone put the lights up. We've got these beautiful lights in the street. Damien, he's a bit of a, a captain of the uh, of the community uh, around around town, and uh, he's over the road. He's the bloke who does the the, the rum and stuff, um, yeah. and he uh, and he invited everyone over, and, and and we put the they put the lights up and stuff. And so we've got this amazing kind of light set up in our in our uh, in our street. It looks really really lovely. I'll send a picture. It's really really nice. And we and 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 on the night they got turned on, that they. Uh, they, uh, Damien brought a big fire pit out and we stood around the fire and, and, uh, me and Sarah, because we're new in the area, we got the honour of turning on the, uh, Christmas lights. My second Christmas lights turning on, uh, in my life. After, after Highgate, I oh, know, but was it, um, Holloway Road? Holloway. <laughs> it's Holloway, Luke. Because Alex Zane didn't turn up. Because Alex didn't turn up, correct, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many people were there when you did it at Holloway Road? It was quite a few, um... I was on the poster as a Christmas bauble, I seem to recall, and uh, yeah, I was just I just told every, told a lot of kids that uh, their favourite T four presenter wasn't gonna wasn't gonna rock up because uh, and everyone went oh they said worst did. Christmas ever worst Christmas <laughs> ever <laughs> oh, yeah, nice yeah, yeah. all right let's have a break Pete when we come back we'll do some more yeah we've got to do some battery brands. Of course. Battery brands. We'll do the battery brands. Uh, you Don't forget to get the email um, ready for search, or if you want me to do it, I'll do it. And then we'll All do right. some emails. But we're going to take a quick break first. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We're back with the Luca Pete Shaw, and it's time for Battery Brands. What battery brands have you found in your cheap Chinese consumer electronic car? And no doubt, as we hurtle towards Christmas, there'll be more and more uh, Christmas toys, Christmas presents, Christmas marital aids being uh, un- unpacked <laughs> and, and, uh, and, 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 and you know, rammed with the very best double A's. But do let us know what the stock nonsense that's in your, uh, in, in your uh, toy, uh, etc., uh, is... Because that's hey, you, how you, it works. You read them. You read them today. I'll search them. Yeah. How about that? It's probably for the best because I've got a very loud mechanical keyboard, and yours is a, is a, is a lovely um, a, a little flat. Gave you fly up presses? onto that next door neighbour, did you? <laughs> Ross Wilson has come in with Deander. Uh, love the show. Obvs. Never thought I'd write an email like this, but here's how's this for a new player? Deander, D-E-A-N-D-E-R, which I found in the remote control of my new DVD player. Yes, I know who has a DVD player these days, but how else am I supposed to watch my Frasier box set? Keep on doing your thing, Ross Deander. Well, this is really interesting, Ross, because you sent in Deander, as you said, Pete, D-E-A-N-D-E-R, right? Yeah. Now, in that form, they are a new player. We've had some Deanders before sent right. in by our friend. Let me just find out who it was. By our friend Niall back in the hmm. day, about a year and a half ago. Uh, sorry, two and a half years ago. But that Deander brand was spelt D-E-A-N-D-A. Ah. So slight variation. So the name sounds the same, but it's spelt differently. So I'm delighted to say that they are a new player, if not very close to another new player. But listen, a win's a win. Indeed. Uh, Dean Paverley has come in with, uh, wow, Gaule, G-A-O-L-E. Hello, the Luke and Pete, long-time listener. Uh, a Jimmy to opened my son's light-up battle sword the other day to find these beauties inside, and I immediately thought of you two. You have no doubt this will be one of those that, where Luke says, you're not getting anywhere with a judo super sunshine, but I thought I'd give it a shot uh, anyway. Oh, sorry, it's judo super, the ones that uh, Darren Hickey uh, came up oh, with. Uh, I'm, so, okay. I'm sorry, I've, I've missed the, the The page moved in a weird way that I didn't mean to. So that was Darren Hickey's message, Judo Super, uh, from a light-up battle sword. Any news, Luke, on a Judo Super? Um, Anthony McLaughlin sent those in uh, in September, so that's not a new player. And what was the other one? Gao Lee by Gao Lee, G-A-O-L-E. Dean Paveley's come up with that one. After rifling through all of my daughter's toys and electronics for random batteries, what a life. What a life, Dino. 
<laughs> Great um, way to spend some time. I, I took the back off a Iron Man nightlight and came across three Gowler uh, triple A's. I'm hoping it's a new player as I've set myself the hugely unrealistic target of finding a new player before the end of the year. And so far, I have failed miserably. In that crazy, it's like uh, it's, it's it's like the the, the Gowler triple A's. It's in a nightlight, so it's obviously going to be pulling a fair bit of power. Why would you not just go for two double A's? If you've got the space yeah. for, for, for three triple A's, why not just give it a, a double A capacity? It's a difficult question to answer, and one I'm not going to attempt to do so now. But what I will mm. say is this. I'm afraid your con- your search continues for a new mm. player before the end of the year because Luke Pressling sent some Gowleys in back in September as well. So I'm afraid not. We've got one new player there and two who have fallen just short. Um, unlucky. Unlux. Unlucky, mate. Unlucky. Uh, on to the emails. We've got a message from... Uh, I'm going to go for uh, Chris's uh, message. I <laughs> I uh, can't remember what prompted this, but I think Luke said something the other week about how it would be cool to see every place you went to in a year. Years ago, I bought a report, bought a report from a guy who did exactly this. The visualisations uh, of, of the data are beautiful. He made a mobile phone app that would track everything about him and logged who he met and all sort of things. Uh, you you can see uh, the report here. I particularly uh, enjoyed his frequency versus in- his frequency versus intimacy chart. You two would probably uh, score quite highly on this. Yeah, he's just done this like amazing, um, beautiful, stunning visual data visualization of his entire life for a year. Uh, most recorded word. What genes recorded? Apparently, says genes quite a lot. <laughs> he's got, he's got, um, he's got places he's visited. It's also, yeah. it's amazing. I'd love someone to do that for me because I'm a bit of a, a stats geek, but. I think mm. my the results for me would be very very disappointing. I'm sure. <laughs> average hour, yeah. Average hour of uh, average hours of sleep, seven hours and thirty minutes. That's pretty good, isn't it? Oh, my Garmin already does one. that for me. My Garmin yeah. does that, brother. My average, yeah. I think, is around eight hours, which is not bad. I was really surprised, actually. I went away for a weekend with some mates back in July. Yeah. And there's five of us. And I was really the only one who said that they were happy. We had a conversation about it. I was really the only one who said that they were happy with their sleep. Apparently yes. it's a real epidemic now. Like People don't really get hardly any sleep these days. Computers, kids, probably helps that you read before bed rather than watch your, watch your phone and stuff. Probably helps, isn't it? I think I'm just lazy at heart. I think I've just forced <laughs> myself to work hard, which I think I have. But I think at heart, the nature of me is to be lazy. I like sleeping. It's good. Do you, how many how many hours do you get a night on average? Uh, I don't get any more than seven, really. Usually, but uh, especially the dogs wake me up quite a lot because they're just shits, <laughs> wonderful hairy shits. And, and I, I wonder if a lot much. of men of our age have to get up in the night to go to the toilet now as well. I don't. I'm good, but a lot of people do. No, I, I have noticed the past actually the past few months, a couple of months. I'm going. I, I'm feeling like I need a bit of a wee, and then I go, and it's like there's not nothing there really. And <laughs> I'm gonna be, and I'm gonna be, and people will go, hmm, prostate cancer. I'm gonna be the amount I masturbate and have masturbated. <laughs> I'm gonna be fucking fuming because they say if you masturbate every day. You don't. You, you don't get prostate advice. cancer. That's not medical <laughs> that advice. That is medical Stop advice. It. If you keep your, if you keep it going, uh, if you keep that prostate going, uh, you know, it, it, it. Chances are there's, there's going to be a reduced risk of prostate cancer. If, I, if I've got fucking prostate cancer, I'm going to be fucking fuming. You've done your I'm best. I'm going to be fucking. You've done your very best. I've done my bit. <laughs> Listen, done my, it's is... just going to be like Roy Castle and his passive smoking, fucking dying of lung cancer. I'm going to be on the fucking news. The only the only thing you're a doctor of is fucking apple sours at the bar of an indie night, and that's how it should stay. 
Uh, we need to, we, before Sally's. we go, let's, let's just squeeze one more email in. I want to just remind our listeners as well that we'd love to um, we'd love <laughs> the Luke and Pete Show family to get in touch. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com with their best and worst Christmases, their best and worst Christmas stories, any kind of mm. events that's happening around Christmas so we can do a, a festive episode or two. So please do send those in to hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. Before we go, <clears throat> this email from Arno which I really like. Uh, he says, Hi, chap, second-time emailer. Although he doesn't leave uh, informational details of what his first email was about, it doesn't matter. He says, You guys recently spoke about fry-ups, English breakfast, the do's and don'ts, uh, and the potential demise of the humble, full English breakfast. Uh, I couldn't not draw your attention to a man that is not going down without a fight. Uh, he's banging the fry-up drum via a cafe review page he runs on Instagram. Hailing from the Streatham region, your neck of the woods, I believe, Luke. It absolutely is, just down the road from me. The town friar spends his weekend morning scouring the local vicinity for proper calves, judging the good, the bad and the ugly, taking the cholesterol bullets so his readers don't have to. He truly is the Jay Rayner of the fry-up scene, if you will. The page is well worth a look. See below, I've attached a winning English breakfast and a losing English breakfast. Maybe a source of local inspiration for Luke too. Uh, love the show as always. Viva la bacon. Now, that's interesting. I like that. Having said what I said about Instagram earlier the week, I, I mean, that's a nice, interesting, original use of it, I think. He does um, reviews. He gives the marks out of five. He does all the kind of stuff that you'd expect. Um, but the thing that really caught my eye was the two examples that Arno has helpfully included in his email, uh, which show a winning fry-up and a losing one, to me, mm. look exactly the same. Exactly <laughs> the same. I cannot see what the discrepancy is in the marking, and maybe you can, Pete. No, I mean, I, I just can't, I can't sort of figure it out. I, I, yeah, I can't figure it out. I don't know whether uh, the uh, attendance of the the, the bacon is—is it, is it differently fried bacon? A different cut of bacon? I cannot figure it out. What what is so special about one over the other? Yeah, it's difficult to say. I had a very good um, English breakfast in. So you know, uh, this is going to sound really pompous, but bear with me. So you know, I went up to the Cartmel, went to Simon Rogan's restaurant. Mm. He's got another restaurant in the town that he puts breakfast on at for people who stay at his hotel and you get it as part of the right. hotel room and it's called Rogan and & Co and and a lot of times to be honest I, I personally think it's a little bit overrated there's a lot of kind of shit going on just a lot of stuff that you don't necessarily want to be eating for breakfast it's quite challenging and I don't think that's what breakfast really should be um, mm. that might be just me being fussy but but they, there you have it but one of the times I went there the, he, did a, like, he did like an English breakfast and he kept right. it super simple. And it was really beautiful cuts of meat and really nicely done. And the egg wasn't fried. It was like confit, back in the shell and all that kind of crap. But it was actually really delicious. And that's the best English breakfast I think I've had. Um, I find the ones you get at the old greasy spoons, I, I tend to avoid them. I'd rather go for a, probably go for a scrambled eggs on toast with maybe a bit of bacon. Do you know what I mean? I, it's just too much. It's swimming in fat and grease. And, you know, you and I aren't getting any younger, Pete. Uh, I think this guy who's doing the, the Town Fryer Instagram page is taking a lot of fucking, uh, a big hit for the team. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I started my day by eating pizza, so don't worry about that, mate. <laughs> don't worry about that. You're, the only, person, you're, you're the, the only or main person I know of that doesn't apply any rules to different meals of the day. Um, well, I, I think... Because I love uh, Japan, uh, you know, I'm always fucking yapping on about Japan. They have, like, mackerel and rice for breakfast. 
And I'm like, I can. Ju- why do we have to limit ourselves to not eating pizza in the morning? Like, yeah, people sort of talk about it, obviously, yeah. as as a great hangover <laughs> cure and stuff. It's delicious the next day. It is delicious the next day if you heat it up properly and, and maybe put a bit of, uh, you know, turn it into eggy bread, as I've said before, with a bit of cinnamon and uh, and syrup. But um, fundamentally, it. Like, why can't we just have this on a, on a Wednesday? Why can't we eat pizza in the morning on a Wednesday? I think, you, <laughs> I, think, I think there's a definite element of truth in the fact that, you know, we are a nation of rules and perhaps we're too straight-jacketed. But I just, I just don't see how that's a great, nutritious start to the day. Leftover pizza fried in cinnamon and fucking syrup. No, there's only, but like, if, like my favourite um, cereal is some unspeakable double chocolate monstrosity from Marks and Spencer's. That's a fucking dessert as your yeah, first meal in the morning. It's horrible, yeah, it will be. but I, delicious. I, I always have um, porridge with blueberries and honey every morning. Yeah, that's what, that's what Sarah has. Boring, it it always looks nice, but I'm like, oh, is, is it going to give me stomach pains at one o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> that's what I want. It fills you that's up. Food. It's weird because it does both things. It fills you up and you genuinely aren't hungry till lunchtime, but at the same time, it's still also a little bit underwhelming. It's a bit like, oh, God, this is boring. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? This is like, yeah, ordering, this is like so. ordering like a burger in a restaurant. It's like, my wife calls it a panic burger. If I don't know what I want, I always just order a burger. Yeah, correct. Yeah. It's a bit like that. So anyway, listen, Pete. <laughs> Thank you very much to Arno for emailing. Thank you to all of our emailers. Much appreciated. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we, want, we want your Christmas stories. Hello at LukeandPeacher.com. Yeah. We'll work our way through those in the weeks leading up to Christmas. This has been Thursday's Luke and Pete Show. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have done, you can catch up with us on social media at Luke and Pete Show. Uh, and you can leave us a review on Apple Pods or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five star. You're always very generous on there. We appreciate it. It helps other people find the show. And also gives two old men a little self-esteem boost as well and what could be wrong with that what's wrong with that there's There's nothing nothing wrong with that that. it's fine there's nothing wrong with that Um, until until next time The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.